Hi and welcome. I am your host for the River District Podcast, Vivica Gravel, Community Development Coordinator for the City of Owen Sound. And I am here with my friends Kim and Norm from Intersections Wood Collaborative. They're going to share with us today um, a whole bunch of information from this great venture that you've both taken on, um, what they do, what they offer, and uh, we're all going to learn a little bit today. So join me on this adventure uh, with Norm and Kim. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Great. Good. Welcome to the podcast studios at CTRE. Good to be here. Is this your first podcast? It is. It's my first podcast, too. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're all newbies at this. Um, How about each of you introduces yourself, what you do, and how you are involved with Intersections? Do you want me to start, Kim? Yes, please. Okay, so I'm Norman Regetli. I'm the chair of the board of uh, Intersections Wood Collaborative. Uh, The collaborative is, as the name implies, all run by volunteers, so um, we're two of them, and uh, that's my role. Over to you, Kim. My name's Kim Wamsley, and I am doing the program development and organization uh, for Intersections. Okay, so, I mean, let's get down to it. What is Intersections Wood Collaborative? So, um, well, as the name implies... uh, Right at the center of, of our organization is wood. We are, are a group of people that uh, care about wood, like to work with wood, and we're um, at the intersection of um, people that are learning and people that have expertise to, to share. So we try to connect woodworkers with one another, and we collaborate to do that. So we're, we're a nonprofit organization. So we're a nonprofit organization that... Um, is running classes and courses, is exhibiting wood, is uh, trying to inspire people that might not work with wood to appreciate wood or, or to uh, try their hand at it. Um, so that's basically who we are. And of course, you're located at the intersection of 10th and 3rd um, that's right. on the east side in the River District. So <laughs> that's why you're here today. Yeah. Wonderful. Right. Um, Kim, do you have anything to add to that? One of the things I'd like to add is one of the things that we're all very passionate about is the whole process of forest to finish. So over the over the years, we have had things like forest walk, chainsaw safety, everything from how to harvest sustainably from the woods, how to cut, how to dry, and then on to the part where we're most involved, which is the actual creation of uh, of beautiful things. Everything from people who have never touched a plane or a power tool before to people who are on the master's level and have won international prizes for their work. So we're, we're a very full-range bunch, and we're very welcoming of all levels of expertise. And you're <clears throat> you are not talking about an airplane, of course. And Well, there <laughs> happens to be the wing of a wooden plane in our window right now that someone has made. <laughs> A small one. But you're talking about the tool, the planer. And, and oh, yes, yes. exactly. Right. The wood planer. Of yeah. course. And um, you've actually brought a couple of pieces in. I did. So why don't you show them and describe them to everyone? Okay. <coughs> so what I'm holding... Um, what I have in front of me right now, we have two uh, branches of, of uh, programming, uh, main branches, 
we have a lot of diversity, but two main branches right now. One of them is turning on a lathe, where you make things like this beautiful vase that I have in my hand, uh, made on a lathe by someone who has never touched a lathe before. Um, the other things I have here, I have a, um, a pan and a keychain, which was made in the same workshop, and it has a, a beautiful inlaid part uh, that the, the instructor, uh, Carl Durant, uh, teaches people how to do, and also a small bowl. Um, it's about six inches in diameter, um, relatively flat. Uh, the person who made this is a board member. He is never done anything like this before okay and even though you can't see it it's they're quite lovely and very functional okay yeah i mean a pen is a, a pen so i yeah. mean that's clearly a tool that we use all the time right which is wonderful so these are the kinds of items that people can expect to make in some of your courses that you offer one of many many things uh the other branch that we do uh, offer a lot of courses in is in joinery and in that you can learn how to make dovetail joints uh, mortise and tenon joints um, you can't see it but i brought in a small table today it's beautiful i've i've never made a table with hand tools before and i did this in a weekend workshop with one of our instructors pierre Rousseau. The, the most inexperienced person can come in and walk away with something quite lovely. So in each of those areas, turning and joinery, we do beginner classes for people who've never done anything before to almost master's level class where people who have made a lot of things, have a lot of expertise, and are really looking just to tune up their skills or maybe learn something that's new and different. Yeah, I mean, we all need to improve our skills all the time. Yeah. Uh, keep practicing and doing all that kind of stuff. So. That's kind of what Intersections is, is offering. Uh, Norm, you look like Yeah, you. there's some other activities that aren't um, classes and, cor and courses. So, for example, um, we're building a little uh, wooden canoe, oh. a cedar strip canoe, and we've invited uh, our members and subscribers to join us as we make, make and finish this uh, little boat. And it's a chance, really, for me. I'm one of the participants. I don't know anything about it. First time ever doing it. Learning from a fellow that knows more about it. And when it's done, we're going to auction it off to raise money for the organization. So we, we do and will do group projects like that. Okay. Um, so if people are interested, you know, they, they might not want to do a course, that's, but they might just want to join in with other woodworkers and, and do something uh, creative together. So very collaborative. We're very collaborative. <laughs> Essentially and, collaborative. Right, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. The other thing we, we offer is uh, members can rent our shop. Okay. So let's say that you've got a project, but you don't have all the uh, power machinery that you need. You can come in, rent the shop for uh, <laughs> half a day, a day, you know, what, however long you need, and, and complete your project. So... We can offer services to people that don't have the space or have downsized, don't have a shop anymore, or are just starting out so they don't have all the tools. Or are looking for a little a little expert help. Yeah. Uh, there can be people made available if, uh, if you want to do something you're not quite sure how. Uh, we encourage people to come in. One other thing that uh, we do is sometimes... A group of people will want to do something together. A group of friends might want to get together and make charcuterie boards, for example, or Norm, you're... Your my, paddle experience. Yeah, my family got together. We all made paddles. Oh, uh, cool. Over a weekend. And we just had the you know, Indigenous uh, Friendship Center mm -hmm. uh, out with six people. Um, 
sort of young people and elders. And uh, over the course of three days, they, they all made paddles. It was great intergenerational uh, experience. So we, we will um, partner up with other community organizations to sort of make our space available for that kind of project. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about that. Say I'm a person who's got a group of friends. We want to make charcuterie boards, which I think would be very cool. How do I go about starting that process to set it up and to book it and to utilize the space? And keep in mind, I know nothing about anything. And you are in good company. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would, there's an email ad- address that's info at intersectionsos.org. And just drop us a line. Tell us what you, you're thinking of doing or even just propose that, you know, we'd like to know perhaps what options we have if there's other things for spoon making stuff like that like if it's around coming up to christmas time you're looking for something that you can give away to friends those are the kind of things that uh relatively easy to learn easy to do but you know the people that receive them probably will feel really special yeah there's something about a handmade gift that really makes it special there are um, a couple of workshops we have uh, being offered later in the year that are, are perfect for an activity like that. One of them is making a kaleidoscope. Okay. Yeah, Talk exactly. a little bit about that. <clears throat> well, it's a turned tube that has the necessary mechanism inside to be able to you know, make, a, make a, an instrument that you can t- twist like you do a kaleidoscope and watch the pattern change. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the other course. Uh, so I, I'm thinking of my oh. grandson. For oh, that. <laughs> did and you make ha- one? How old is your grandson? <laughs> He's two. I'm sure that he can operate a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Oh. oh, operate it, not yeah. build it. No, uh, no, I will make it and, okay, and give, okay, it, and okay, give okay. it as a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, two seems a little bit young to put them on like a lathe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we probably wouldn't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, younger youths and things like that yeah. could probably. Um, get involved? What's kind of the, the age range for beginning to get in, involved in this kind of thing for safety? and 14 is about a good, uh, you know, that's not a, there's mature 13-year-olds and there's course, immature, you know, 80-year-olds. Um, so, but 14 is a, is a good uh, threshold. One other example of a project um, that would be a great family project is one of the turning classes involves making um, Christmas ornaments, wooden oh, Christmas that ornaments. Oh, so fun. They're absolutely gorgeous, and there's quite a variety that you can come up with. So that would be a fun thing to do. In those courses, we offer a little bit later in the year uh, when people are starting to think about, oh, what can I make for a gift? Do I want to make a, a bowl, or would I like to make some ornaments? or Small okay. things that you can just do in a couple of days. No, that's very cool. And then say that we're signing up for that course to to build something. Are there different kind of levels within that course? You know, somebody who's particularly skilled, could they make something a little bit more extravagant? Yes. And somebody who's not skilled at all, me, looking at me, um, (laughs) make something a little bit less extravagant. Maybe, Maybe just... A, a stick for sure at our <laughs> st- a very lovely stick a though. very very yes. lovely beautifully stick. finished um the instructors are um our instructors are extremely experienced they're also very flexible um so they 
help people in the planning of their project. So for example, in the in the introductory uh, workshop where we did tables, some of us did very simple things and some people did things that were much more complex. Okay. So there's a l- room for a little bit of movement. Um, and the classes are all very small. They're four to six people. So there is a lot of individual attention. Which means that when you see it and you want to sign up, you better sign up fast. It helps. <laughs> um, we also, we're also on Facebook. So okay. anyone who is interested can drop a line, <clears throat> can drop a line on Facebook and um, we'll get back to them and, and have a chat about what they're hoping for. Oh, that's amazing. So, I mean, you guys are really flexible, again, very collaborative, uh, given the name and all that kind of stuff. Um, we are running out of time. It goes so quickly. Tell me a little bit how um, I can get involved. Say, um, can I participate on a, a higher level? Can I donate? Can I? How do I get involved with you? From a non-creative standpoint, um, are you looking for volunteers? Are you like, what are you looking for? Absolutely. So, so starting, I guess, at the simplest level, um, you know, you can follow what we're doing on on Facebook, um, but you can subscribe as well. In which case, you'll get an email on a sort of regular basis, but advertising, you know, the courses and the classes and that sort of thing, and usually some other uh, information about activities that we're doing. So subscribing is free, doesn't cost anything. Um, we also offer an annual membership, so okay. um, which is sixty dollars a year, but we're just you know well past the halfway mark. So right for now, it's thirty dollars for the rest of the year. Okay. And members get first crack at the at the classes and, and workshops. Okay. And, and, All right. And so it definitely pays to to be a member. Yeah, and members can uh, rent the shop. Uh, non-members can't. So, um, and it's also a way to help sustain the organization. Um, like any nonprofit, you know, we, we need money to keep the doors open and sure, pay the, pay the on, rent. Of yeah, course. That's right. So, um, we are really hoping that we build our membership. We have, uh, close to 600 people on our really? wow. e- email list. So there's quite a few people in the region interested in what we do, but we're, um, hoping that uh, more of them become members. We're really just out of the gate. We just started in March. Yeah. Um, Stephen Hogbin um, left us the legacy of his shop, um, yeah. and he passed away in January. Um, so we're, we're kind of a fresh organization with a long history, I guess. Absolutely. Be, and all kind of in his memory and carrying on that legacy of that's right, yeah. a beautiful woodworking and bringing it to the community. We're also looking for board members. Yeah, volunteers. Okay. Yeah, and volunteers. And um, how do you get involved in that? Uh, just contact us, and um, we will. You know, we can get kind of a sense of what you're what you're interested in doing, how much you want to be involved, whether it's a little one event thing or on a more ongoing basis. Wonderful. And there are particular kinds of expertise that we're you know looking for on the board. We're looking for people with any kind of legal or financial experience. We would welcome. All different kinds of experience, though. We're a very small group, and we need to be bigger. We need some help. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great. And this community is is just full of caring people who um, are always happy to to lend a hand and lend their expertise and stuff like that. So um, we are at the end of our time. It goes so quickly. Thank you so much for sharing your story and... Um, a bit more about Intersections Wood Collaborative and who you are and all of those kinds of things. If you can just really quickly go over um, how to get in touch with you, those details, um, just share those back with me and then we'll share them with our... Absolutely. So the the info at um, email address um, is well, info, I-N-F-O, at intersections, mm-hmm. O-S, 
org. Okay. And um, is there a website up currently? We're in the process of uh, reactivating. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. So right now it's follow on Facebook. That's right. And that's where you'll get all of your details. Do you, what are you called on Facebook? Intersections. I Intersections, Intersections Wood Collaborative. Wood Collaborative. Yeah. That's oh, right. And also Instagram. Okay. Yeah, we post pictures and updates about workshops on Instagram as well. Excellent. So make sure you check them out on Instagram and on Facebook. And as always, you can reach us at owensoundriverdistrict.ca and at riverdistrictos on all of our socials. And I'm Vivica Gravel, your Community Development Coordinator for the City of Owen Sound and the River District. And you've been listening to the River District Podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you.